The views and opinions expressed in this broadcast are those of the host slash guest and do not necessarily reflect the views or positions of any of BXR entities and those they represent. What's up, what's up, what's what, what's what? Hey, everybody, you better live. It's another Thursday, a good one and a blessed one to be seen and not viewed, okay? You here with the Empress Chess Real Lady Cake Mix, but you know, Chess, Chessity is my governed Emmy and T. Everybody know that, Chessity Dorsey, but whatever <laughs> what's going on with y'all good people today i hope everyone is feeling good because if you're not you should be oh man y'all i had a moment since monday dealing with this car and this tire i went live earlier just talking about all of the stuff and all of the issues that i had but guess what i made it home and i'm all right y'all know how we kick this off we're going to be opening up the phone lines a little later. We got some stuff to talk about. So when I shout the number out, come on and give me a call and let's talk about it. But before then, you know how we do. We got to give all praise and honor to God, to God. So God, I thank you for another Thursday coming here live with my good fam, my good peoples. Bless everyone who is watching this broadcast. Bless everyone who hasn't had the opportunity to do so. Oh, Father God, I know you see everything that's going on around the world, and in particular right here in our city, Lord. Continue to keep us. Continue to bless us, oh, Father God. Get into these youth minds, these children minds, and even the adult minds, oh, Father God. Teach us, Lord, to love and pray for one another. Look out for one another, oh, Father God. Oh, Father God, our hearts are heavy right now. So much turmoil going on, so much death, oh, Father God. But we praise you. And we thank you for life, Lord, and for another day for us to keep on keeping on. We love you and amen. That's the prayer. You know, I got to start with it. I got to give all honor and glory to God who keeps us and keeps on blessing us. Yes, that's my little slogan I got now. And I say, God loves you. God blesses you. Yes, he does. And it's too many to even count. So today, what are we going to talk about? Mm, you already know I got the what in the world and the what in the what's, right? But before I got in here, on here today, I heard Miss Elizabeth, Queen Elizabeth. I ain't going to say no disrespectful stuff because she was the queen and the lady has transitioned at 96 years old. I was shocked to see that she had ruled really for 70 years. So that means she has been a queen since 26. Somebody just now was telling me that black Twitter is off the hook. They got all types of memes and everything on there right now. Um, but yeah, check it out. Check it out. Go over there and check it out and see what they laughing about and all that. Because you know, People are always making a joke out of something. But rest in peace to the queen. Um, the throne is going to move on to her oldest son, Charles. So gone, gone, gone. They just need to start acknowledging us. Because <laughs> we the queen and we the emperors and everything else like that. So, you know, it is what it is. Rest in peace, Queen Elizabeth. 
That was from one of the what in the worlds. Also, you know, Trump's still current on. Don't nobody want to be his lawyer. Don't nobody wants to be his lawyer, but he's still looking. However, I did see that he got awarded a special counsel, like special judge or something to review the documents or whatever that they that they brought up out of the raid. So yeah, it seemed like he getting a little bit in hot water, but who knows? We know how it go. Trump basically get away with everything, if you ask me. And the only reason, yeah, he got that complexion for the protection. Y'all know how that go, because guess what? Obama could never, could never, do you hear me? Some of this stuff. They giving Biden the blues, because Biden has a little bit of that attachment, um, you know, from the Obamas and everything else like that. So they giving him the blues. You know, some people are even saying that Biden is the worst president. And that's just like the worst to me. Like, how do you say he the worst? But anywho, those are the what in the worlds. And you know, I always encourage you guys, inbox me, things y'all want to talk about, things that you need to know, things you need to grow in. Come on, let's talk about it. Please, 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 please. Look, I ain't begging, but I'm just asking you because this platform is for you. It's for you. Let's talk about it. Let's bring some positivity to light and let's talk about things that God, but you know, communication is key and also comprehension because you can talk all day. But if a person don't understand you, then the communication simply goes out of the window. And I know a lot of us fall short on communication as well as comprehension. So, yeah. So today's topic, look, I didn't even forgot that fast, but I think it was keep going. And why I was saying keep going is because, you know, a couple of weeks ago, I talked about the start of school here in Baltimore City. It was starting off. We knew that the system already had some issues, already was a lot of concerns coming both from staff and from parents and from students about that system altogether. However, this situation that occurred was not one that really has anything to do with the school system, but more so just our cultural system here and the things that we just have taken on as being unknown, which is all of these senseless murders. Young brother, Jeremiah Brogdon, 17 years old, first week of school, the last day Friday, and then in a good note, um, the young man was preparing for a football game and was murdered as he walked out of the school from a, another 17-year-old who came from another school, um, waiting in the parking lot and shot him. So, you know, my heart just goes out to his friends, to his families, to all his classmates, all his teachers. Um, you know, here, a lot of times, our culture is once we get connected, we become like family. Everybody here in Baltimore is cousin. Hey, cuz. Hey, niece. Hey, um, nephew. Hey, aunt. Hey, aunt. So we know how that go. So it just was a real tragedy to see that just a week into the school on Friday that that young man lost his life. Lost his life like that. That's tragic. And the same day, the same day, and Milford Mill, a 14-year-old, after a football game, succumbed to the same tragedy of being killed. So our children ain't safe nowhere on the streets, going to school, leaving school. Because what I'm seeing right here in all the reports, um, not that it matters, because I'm always bothered a lot of times when our young brothers or sisters get killed um, here in the city. And people always... A lot of time when to bring up 
what they were doing or they was into this and they was into that. And I get that. I do. Um, because what's the saying? Live by the gun, die by the gun. However, that is not the case a lot of times here in Baltimore City. It's like innocent bystanders. I seen yesterday a young brother leaving Carver High School, 15 years old, was grazed by a bullet in his head. Um, he just heard gunshots, um, ran in the, in the midst of hearing the gunshots and realized that he was hit. So he went to the um, hospital um, and he was okay. He was grazing his head, but it could have been because of the injury, it definitely could have been more severe than just the grease. Um, and it's just, it's this hard now. It's sad. Like I keep on saying when all of this death is around you, it just, whoo, it just weighs heavy on you. It just really weighs heavy on you. Me being a mother myself, me having nephews or cousins, just young brothers, just 17. Wow. I can think back to when I was 17 and, um, all of the things that I was looking forward to doing, and I'm sure the brother, uh, Mr. Brogdon, had the same, the same dreams, the, the 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 same will in him to reign on like that. I mean, I heard one of the teachers say that he was possibly the next Lamar Jackson, and for his life to be ended like that so senselessly, and by another youth 17 years old who basically what is that premeditated right he came to the school to do what he did so that's tragic in itself because nobody has any coping skills and I don't know what happened I don't know the whole backstory but my whole thing is nothing is happening that serious for it to be that serious Yet we still keep seeing these things, you know, people on a bus stop getting shot, getting killed. Um, the One of the last ones, the 18 year old um, guy. And I remember the mother's statement broke my heart where she was praying. Oh, God, please let my son make it to he is 18. And he tragically was killed like two days before his birthday. And I remember that young man can't recall his name right now at the moment. But I remember it because he a mighty Leo. And I think his birthday was like two days after mine. And um, July, it might have been July the 31st or something, like two days after mine. And I was like, wow. And just from his mother's statement, I was like, mm, I can only imagine. So I always pray over my children. I pray for all of the children that I know, even the ones who I don't know, walk in these mean streets of Baltimore City. We have to do better. What can we do? What do you think that's needed? A lot of people say that it stems from not having resources. Um, a lot of it says it comes from, well, community resources that's not extended to our youth, just to our community, period. A lot of people are saying that it's the household, it's the upbringing. But however, like I say, I know a lot of times that may be the case, but I've worked with youth and even having my own children. And I know sometimes they can have a wonderful upbringing, mother, father, a whole complete support system. When these kids, they get out here and peer pressure is just totally different now. You know what I mean? You know, we were peer pressured when we were around a group of our friends, but now we got the social media. They can hit you any type of way. You want to peer pressure, saying all types of stuff. You don't even have to be around your friends and you can be peer pressured into doing something. All these different apps, these games, all of this stuff, a lot of it be trickery for our kids. You know, a, a lot of it, that's where the predators be. 
um, all of that stuff, all the pedophiles, all of that stuff. So yeah, just be careful. Mind your um, children, social media and everything else like that. Uh, but just like I was saying, like if it's not somebody that I know, it's going to be somebody you know or somebody you know that know the person or whatever. Like it's just a mess. It's just a mess and it's sickening. I wish I had the answers, but I'm bringing it here talking to you about it because I need to know. I need to know. I'm so baffled and wondering like, what is it? How did we get here? We talked about it a little bit last week when I had brother Baba Imhotep on here. He was talking about just our disconnect and our disregard for one another. Um, but I always recall and can remember, you know, when I was younger, people got killed, but not at this rate. And when they did get killed, it was shocking. It's so sad today to see it and to know that this is happening, this rating is happening, and people are numb. You know, even myself, I can admit. Like, I be feeling like I'm all cried out when it comes to the senseless killings. I can't go to every funeral. I used to try when I worked um, in an organization with the youth, especially the ones that I really had a strong bond and connection with. But it used to break me. It used to, like, it, it, it's hurtful. It, it really just breaks your heart, really. Um, one of the most recent tragedies here, too, the 15-year-old, Miss Strada, um, who lost her life by the nine-year-old. So it's like, you know, they say the children learn from us, um, that we are the ones who have to set the example, help our children grow and help them, you know, to know, like, what's going on with that? But I know a lot of our adults here ain't got no sense. So I guess that's why all this was going on, just don't make no kind of sense. It don't. It don't make no kind of sense. So if you know an adult who ain't got no sense, try helping get some sense, especially if they raising some kids. And like I said, you know, we used to always have this village mentality and everything else like that. But people don't want you to say nothing to their kids. But I'm going to tell you this. You can say something to moms, especially if it's something positive. And hopefully if I come across yours not doing the right thing, or doing something that I know that you would not want them to do, I can feel free to say something. Um, but you know, a lot of people, they going on this thing. I just mind my business. I just mind my business. I just mind my business. And that's what we're paying. That's why we're paying for it. Because everybody just minding their business. And that's just the culture here. And nobody talks about anything. And that's just how you resolve stuff. I see it all the time. As soon as somebody say something somebody don't like or do something they don't like, it, it don't be that serious. It don't be that serious. You can be at the gas station or just the store here in Baltimore. You looking, somebody might like your shirt, like your hair, or whatever else is the case. And the next thing you know, what they looking at me like that for? What she looking at me like that for? And it turns all the way to something else. It's crazy. It's crazy. It's like I'm at a loss for words. I really am. And when I say that I be crying out, like, I mean that literally. And sometimes I don't even be wanting to be crying out like that. You know, it'd be like my Holy Spirit and stuff when, I, when I'm praying and everything else like that. And I can't help but to. Um, but nothing is shocking anymore. When I see the things on the news, um, I realize my eyes start welping up, the tears start forming. And I'm just like, wow. Wow, wow, wow. When will it end? When will it end? 
But keep that family in prayer, y'all. Jeremiah Brogdon family. That was the 17-year-old student that got killed the first week of school here in Baltimore, Mervo. Um, pray for those students up there because a lot of them witnessed that. A lot of them witnessed, witnessed that. And that's traumatizing. That's traumatizing for anybody. I can only imagine. The thought of me knowing that they witnessed that is traumatizing for me. You know, so I can just only imagine how it was um, for those young adults out there coming first week of school on a Friday. Everybody come out of school. Hey, it's Friday. They already have a little football game and something like that to happen. You know, something like that to happen. So that's just really sad. It's just really, really, really sad. It's really, 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 really sad. I keep on repeating myself because it just keep on repeating itself. Like, what are we doing, y'all? Come on, y'all. Talk to me in these comments. Like I said, if you haven't already liked the page, please do so. Do you better live? Radio show, please like it. We right here on Be Exposed Radio, Be Exposed Media. If you want to be a guest, holla at us, holla at us. Come talk to me because I would love, 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 love to talk to you. So what in the what? What else is going on here in Baltimore City? The E. coli in our water supply. Mm, 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 mm. Come to find out, that when it first was read that this substance, this bacteria was in that water just suddenly because ain't nobody telling me no different, nothing. I mean, a lot of people, you see them now, oh, I've been boiling my water. Oh, I don't even drink the tap water. But me, seriously, and I believe y'all too when y'all say it, but me, seriously, I drink bottled water. I don't mess with the tap. Sometimes, I, yeah, I always used to be saying that the water is breaking me out. When I'm taking a shower or something, or you know, when you're in the shower, you let it run on your face or whatever. Like, I'm thinking that's what a little bit be irritating my skin. But the E. coli was in the water supply. We just was notified on Monday. But sources say that they knew on Friday, but they held it and they kept it to themselves. Now, today, I also was seeing that the DPW has a whistleblower who says that the test that they are running now is not exactly accurate. Because they keep testing it in the same spot. And I like the scenario that he gave. He said, if you had a group of people in a focus group and you kept doing the same thing and asking them the same question, after a while, everybody will come back with the same thought because they in the same set and they all together. And I'm like, yeah, yeah. I mean, he ain't go on to that extent, but he just kind of made some reference to it in that way. And I was like, yeah, he makes a good point. Like, Okay, so now they're going back and forth. They keep on testing it, but they're testing it at the same spot. So it's not random. They're not going around to different parts of the water supply to actually see if it's cleared up. If it's cleared up. E. coli is a bacteria that usually comes from like animal feces, things of that nature and everything. So I was thinking like, okay, you know, people cooking different things is going down in the water, but I thought it was to run through the pipes and go a certain way to their filterization system and clean it up and send it back out. You know what I mean? But somebody wasn't on that job and y'all already know the water pipes and everything is all old. Like what's new in Baltimore? I think that's what we were saying the last time to some witch name. Oh, I got a little distracted y'all because I have a bearded dragon. <laughs> over in the cage and he all jumping all around. He hear me talking. So he must think that I'm in here 
Bray to feed him, but not just yet, Drake. I'm going to get with you in a minute. Yeah, that's my baby dragon, Drake Lizzo Dorsey. Um, <laughs> but it's already jacked up. So this one, I can imagine all the pipes and stuff like that that's going to be busting around the same ones. But what y'all think about that? That E. coli. Everybody's scared. Everybody on high alert. Everybody's bullying in water. Yeah, just brung back all the memories of Flint. And then somebody was telling me in another state they're dealing with water issues or whatever. So we just have to be mindful, like things like that. When we see something happen in one area, and I know when that was happening, I was outraged. Um, whatever type of petitions that they had, anything else like that, I was reaching out. I was trying to participate in them to help the people down the Flint mention. And then what do you know? Right here in Baltimore, we're not dealing with it in an extent that they are. But still, it doesn't mean that we cannot. I mean, E. coli on the water supply. What else is in the water supply? Our wonderful mayor, Brandon Scott, came out and announced basically giving apologies that, yeah, we should have been notified in a more timely manner. But I think that if they could have addressed it how they wanted to right in the end, then we never would have knew about anything. So I'm just saying, three days later, a whole bunch of people could have been sick up in this hospital you know, diarrhea, vomiting, and fever. So if you're experiencing any of those, yeah. I say somebody is going to be trying to get a lawsuit or something. And then Brandon Scott said that he's going to take 25% off of your bill if um, for all Baltimore City residents. But they didn't know if it was going to be extended to the county. And I was laughing, right? Because I always be like, well, the, the, the pipes and the... The stuff all run together. I mean, I know we in different towns, but if it's hitting or affecting me and you my neighbor, eventually, yeah, you should be looking forward to trickle down to you. But people wasn't thinking like that. So I had some people that was even in the county like, oh, God, I told you, get about that city. But I've been living in city and county both um, before. Not really no difference to me. Well, Baltimore County anyway, because I was in Baltimore County. Um, but yeah, it trickled on out there. And this morning, in some areas, it was lifted for us here over in, um, in the city. But West Baltimore is still on the boiling water warning. So keep on boiling y'all water, y'all. Don't consume it. Um, I even, you know, brushing your teeth, get you a bottle of water, pull on a toothbrush, do what you got to do, because don't nobody want that in them. I mean, I'm sure we are exposed to a lot of things. Um, all the time, and we don't even know it. So I'm not so mad that it came out after the fact just because of that that mere fact right there. I try to be as cautious as possible, period. But I'm not really like upset that we found out or whatever after the fact um, because I'm just not. I'm just not because I'm I I know that. Things like this happen all the time, and, and we don't know it. That's the same way how I used to get comfortable, you know, with coming in the room or people talking about me. I used to feel like or had that anxiety or somebody's going to be talking about me. But then, you know what I said? I said, girl, you ain't got to respond to everything because there's a lot of things that people say right in their head, and you would never know. You walk past them, they say all types of stuff about you, and you would never know. So then when you hear it, why respond, especially if this person don't know you? So I ain't mad, but I just think that it's bad. It's just bad because it's just like things just keep on happening. So 
keep the man in prayer, y'all, too, because it's just all those little things keep on happening under his watch. And I say my opinion is that he can do more, especially about stuff like this. So things keep happening. I know things don't happen miraculously, miraculously, even if it's a tragedy. So even um, going back to the young brother losing his life and Brandon Scott being our mayor, Brandon Scott um, going to Mervo before, maybe that'll be another push or whatever he need. I don't know. Maybe, you know, we need to hit him. They say you don't know or you don't feel it sometimes so it hit close to home, but you running the whole city, my good brother, you should be feeling all of this because all of the citizens here all I'm feeling it. I'm feeling it. It don't make no sense. It don't make no sense. We in constant mourning. We is in constant mourning. It breaks my heart to know that these kids will won't get the opportunity to grow. Won't get the opportunity to grow up. Won't get the opportunity to just reign like in their destiny. So um, my prayer is that they ain't lose their life in vain. And from this tragedy, we will get some type of triumph. And hopefully it's going to keep on awakening us here in this city, especially our youth, because they are numb. They are numb. When you see things like this keep on happening, you know. like, And, and it stems from the food that they take in. And I ain't talking about the food that you just eat. I'm talking about the things they read, the things they watch, the things they listen to. I mean, it's like a trance. Some of this music, you listen to it, man, it make you want to go and hurt somebody. Kill somebody. It might tell you I'll bang your grandmother in the head. If you, you know, so yeah, you just gotta be careful about the food that you take in and be mindful um, of what you expose your kids to. But you can come on, be exposed, and talk about it. <laughs> you can come on, be exposed, and holler at your girl, Chad on the You Better Live um, radio show, and we're going to talk about it. Yes, indeedy, we're going to talk about it. So what else? I did get a couple of little um, questions, or not actually topics, but just like questions, because I always put out the offer for y'all to inbox me. And, and, and if y'all want some advice or something on different topics to inbox me, and then we won't talk about it. So I got a little one, but I'm trying to hold on to it to the end of the show. It, it It's juicy, but but for real, it's not. Like, it, it it's just one of those things that people want to know. And guess what? I'm here to help them get more clarity on their situation. They want to know what y'all feel about it. But hey, if y'all ain't coming through the chit, 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 chat, or holler at me on the phone lines or whatever, then guess what? I'm going to give them my point of view on it and what I think about it. And that's just it. And that's just all, right? Right, 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 right. So stay with me, y'all. I'm going to take a real quick break. But I ain't going nowhere. I ain't going nowhere. I'm here every Thursday, 7 to 9. So stay with me, y'all. Y'all better live. And when we come back, we're going to get to doing some more talking. Okay? You better live. You better live. You better live. Okay. Well, maybe we not ready <laughs> for no commercial break. We're not ready. We're not. About the break. We're not ready. I don't know what to tell you, so I'm just going to keep on talking. I only was taking a break, y'all, because I had to use the, the restroom. See, when you live and you're doing things like this, my mother was joking with me the other day. She said, because her bathroom is upstairs. She don't have one on. She said, every time I come on the steps, I got to go back to the bathroom. <laughs> 
I said, yeah, that's how I be sometimes. And I and I realized I seem like for whatever reason, every time I get on here, I went to the bathroom a couple of times. And I'm like, oh my goodness, I gotta go to the bathroom again. So sometimes y'all see me moving and everything I said, because that's why you know when you get older. <laughs> your bladder change. Yes, it do. Your bladder certainly change. I have to go, but not bad enough where I can't talk to you and say what's going on. So let's go back to the first thing that I was talking about. Way Queen, Queen Elizabeth. So somebody was telling me that um, they had the memes and everything. I was like that on Black Twitter. I'm going to share one of them that, that uh, the producers shared with me. And I said, you know what? I laughed, I giggled a little bit, but I said, you know what? They be playing already. We ain't got no chill. We ain't got no chill. The lady just died the day. Goodness gracious. But you better live. We ready to go on a break now. Let me hurry up and don't go nowhere. Stay here right here with me, y'all. You better live. Come back and talk to me. This was my boy. Emmett Till. I got a letter today from Auntie Lizzie. She said, Bo's been working the fields. Oh. <laughs> I can't imagine. Oh, he just doesn't understand how different things are in Mississippi. Are you listening? Yes. Be small down there. Like this? Emmett never thought anything would happen to him. Meet the mommy, Simmy! Ow! <laughs> He just wanted to go on vacation and have fun with his cousins. But if my son could just get his feet back onto the Chicago soil, he'd be one happy kid. I don't know why I said that. I want to talk to you about that boy. They've come for you. It's hard to describe what a mother knows. The first thing I noticed when I became a mother was that my hands were busy all the time. My hand knew him with my eyes closed, just like I know his laughter in a crowded room. It's the same thing when you know all of someone. This was my boy, Emmett Till. The body of Emmett Lewis Till has been found dead. Can I at least just fix him up a bit? No, they have to see it for themselves. You tell me, Mamie, how is risking your life gonna help you? Those pictures of your son change people's lives. I can't look, Mamie. We have to. The lynching of my son has shown me that what happens to any of us anywhere in the world had better be the business of us all.
And just like that, we bet, we bet. What's up, what's up, what's what, what's what? You here and you better live. Radio show. I, I call it a radio show, but you either watching or you listening. So yeah, that's radio. It's media. You know what I mean. Um, but we here. Thank you for joining me. I hope you come back each and every Thursday, seven and nine. Tell a friend and tell a friend and then tell another friend again. Tell them get with me. Tell them because the girl be talking and she be knowing what she talking about. And guess what? She allow us to talk. She wants us to get in this chat and we can also call in. Yeah, yeah. Come on. Be my fan. Be my fan. Come on through and you better live. So we were bringing up a couple of things. If you missed what we were already talking about, we were talking about the death of Queen Elizabeth at 96 years old. Awesome life. I pray that I make it to that age and beyond. My goodness, 96 years old. Queen Elizabeth, rest in peace. She's now off the throne. And um, somebody was sharing with me something that they were making a joke already on Black Twitter. Say that Princess Diana up there waiting, baby, on the gate, waiting for her. But not the greeter to fight her. I don't know. It was funny. It was funny. But I said, they said it was on Black Twitter. I said, oh, Black people, we ain't got no chill. We make a meme about anything and real, real fast. We also talked about the tragedy of a young man losing his life on the first week of school. 17-year-old Jeremiah Brogdon, who attended Merville, leaving school for paying for a football game, was tragically murdered by another 17-year-old. Mm, wow. Then... Not too far away, but far enough, I guess, because sometimes, you know, all of this turmoil coming in the city, you know, people in the county, we know how it is. We know how Baltimore, Maryland is set up, period. You know, even though it's different parts of Maryland, but, you know, people tend to be out in the county, being this spurred, da, 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 tend to think that they better. Um, but I always believe it ain't where you live, it's how you live, you know. And um, But the city is... is it, it, it's, it's dying, literally. The city is dying, not only our children, not only the people every day. I, my heart went out to the surgeon, the head um, doctor down at shock trauma. Every time I see that man on a news story covering something, and he just keeps on saying it makes no sense. It makes no sense. He's at a loss of words. And I'm like, wow, to have to deal with that day in and day out operating on people trying to save people lives from gunshots senseless stuff not people this ain't nobody fighting for for nothing fighting for no freedoms dying or nothing i mean this is just like per recklessness you know everybody just know that's how they do here like to solve their problems and which is not cool you know they had the little nickname for us body more murder land i never ever, ever, ever spread that. I never encouraged that or none of that. People who know me know that um, I come from, you know, doing hip hop. You know, I'm an artist, Chaz Frill, the Emperor's Latest Cake Mix. And that was always an issue for me. You know, when I did music, you know, being a female and um, I, I still do it. I, do, I still do it, but it's not really much to the liking of a lot of people. Um, but I'm going to get back on it, get, get, get back on it. And when I say not to the liking is because I ain't talking about what a lot of these female rappers is talking about now in the day. You know, everything just about body fucking the sucking. You know what I mean? Everything. Um, 
But I believe whatever you put out to the world, you know what I'm saying, is um, I seen Brother Jahiti um, mention it or something today saying that it's medicine. It's, it's medicine. It's food. So I'm real cautious on what I spread and what I put out. So just um, in good consciousness, I can't put out no bullshit. I can't put out bullshit. There's so much bullshit going on. And I speak this to say this out here to the audience too. Like be you or whatever. You know, you you talking about what you living or what you doing or whatever else like that. Yeah, but everything negative, damn. Everything, that's crazy. Everything negative. I seen in another um, town, some young men got indicted from their from their music you know and it was a sister who was basically is like the head of the the, the the police department or whatever and she was like yeah you know if i gotta say anything everybody think that basically she is like picking on them or not picking on them bitch, so they didn't got indicted but basically saying that she used in their music to indict them or criminalize them but my thing is if you already criminal you got charged for something and you already under investigation for that, and then you make a song talking about it. I been shot, killed, did this, did this, and did that. And I'm like, yeah, that's like telling on yourself, right? So she's seen some some validity to it, and I see it too. And guess what? She's not playing, and that's what I feel like they need to do here. They need to stop playing. They need to stop playing. I understand that they keep on making laws and stuff like that, but criminals. They don't abide by the Lord's laws anyway. When these people do stuff and they do finally make it into that system, yeah, y'all need to get them, especially these violent offenders. You know, everybody locked up and so we. Everybody locked up. But everybody that's here shooting, killing, or whatever else like that, they, they do it because they know they're going to get away with it. A lot of them. You know, in this situation up in Mervo with the 17-year-old, um, boy who got killed, Mr. Brogdon, they call his suspect so um, so fast because it was the school police, actually, um, that was up there. So like I said, it was a dis dismissal. So they already was on alert. But after hearing the gunshots, it kind of like put them in high alert. So yeah, they uh, a chase pursued. They found the gun and everything. So that's how they wind up taking that other young man in the custody so fast and charging him because of that. Um, but a lot of times we already know here, L stop snitching culture, you know, people do stuff. People can be right there, see something, seeing it happen, won't say nothing because it is about snitching. Is it they snitching? And like I always say, my opinion on snitching is that if me and you doing something together and, and I'm or, or whoever, if I'm doing something and you doing it, we ain't even got to do it together. However, in order to get myself out some trouble. I'm going to tell on you, that's snitching. That's snitching. That's being a rat. But if me and my friend somewhere, and you come up, and you shoot my friend, and I see in your face, I'm telling. But the, but, the, but the other side of it is how a lot of people who think like me and might say, oh, yeah, if they do that, whatever to my people, yeah, I'm telling, or whatever, or whatever. But a lot of people will be trying to hand it on the street justice. That's why it's never ending. It's always ongoing. It never stops. But then also, they don't have no faith in the justice system, in the police. I shared on another one of my Be Exposed family shows um, when the young lady got killed. And the, the response that they were getting from the police, them being a family of a victim. 
you know, just like, it, it was absurd. Some of the things that they were telling me that the police was coming, it, it just was a mess. So a lot of us deal with that. A lot of us are, uh, are in the mindset or in the feeling because it's happened to me where I called the police and didn't really get the appropriate response that I thought I was going to get. So then they had me like, oh, fuck the police. I ain't calling them. What's the sense of calling them? I told a scenario when my car got broken and that's how the police was looking at me like, oh, all right, what you call me for? But my thought was to call so it can be reported so they can know what was happening in the area and that they would try to address it. But that ain't the case. To me, it's like they could care less. They could care less, you know? I, I, I see all types of stuff. The, the, the police part of coming to the community and doing policing, community polices, policing is non-existent here. Some of them tried to, because one of the little police, he was joking with me today when I had to take the walk or whatever, bought my flat tie and I was walking on the phone, you know, and he kind of make a joke, but I was like, see, look at him. Just even being a police, he probably just saying, oh, I can say something. He said, you ain't supposed to be walking and and, and taking selfies. I said, I ain't taking selfies. I'm, I'm talking. He said, oh. I said, really? So I kind of like laughed it off. But you know, it can be stuff like that. You know, if I didn't laugh it off or take it as a joke, like <laughs> that could be a lot of stuff. That could have been something else. And they would have had me up here on Safeway parking lot all about nothing because he said something to me and, and I didn't take it the way he wanted me to take it. But y'all know how I go. Y'all know how I go. I always say a lot of times these police, when they roll up, they roll up wrong. I be saying them, they be cussing, they ain't got no respect, they be raining, you gotta sit down, lay down, and all this other stuff. Like, for what, sir? Or ma'am, because it be woman police too, because this one woman police tried me before at this stop sign <laughs> around here in my way or whatever, told me that I'm running the stop sign. How you see me running the stop sign? How? And you was all the way up there. No, you just was so pressed to see who was in this truck then when you seen it was me, you looked at me, I looked at you, and I turned my head like, what is she looking Yeah, I was a little bit younger then. So I was like, what is she looking at, right? And the next thing you know, she pulled me over. I said, okay, yeah, I, I, I'm i going to take it to court. Of course, she ain't show up. So that's what that was. But I was like, really? Ma'am, 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 ma'am. <laughs> but anyway, guys, yes, like I said, the tragedy here in Baltimore is at an all-time high. Keep praying. Don't just be on Facebook now. Don't just be on Facebook, you know. I see it all the time when people posting about family members they lost or pray for those other people. People come under the post, put the prayer hands, do the little hearts, do the little crying eyes or whatever else like that. So I hope it's real. If anything, I ain't even saying about the, the crime part. But yeah, pray. Pray for one another. When you pray for them, which I stop right there in the moment. A lot of times I go in there, do my little comment, boom, boom, and I stop right there in the moment. Lord, mm, mm, mm. call that person name out and I say my prayer, whatever it is for them, because I know, baby, like I was saying, if I go through, you do, you do too. You do too. We all do. But the point is we get through. And it's that difference. It's that part. Because there's a lot of people that go through, baby, and they don't get through. That's what they get. They get jail. They get the hospital. Or they even get death. Because what they say, stress kills. So if you're one of them fortunate ones that goes through and can get through, oh, glory be to God.
You better stop playing and you better live. You better live. That was one of my inspirations for my topic of the show. I had so many topics, so many topics, but I was going through something in my life um, where everything just was coming against me. Everything was coming against me. And this has happened several times throughout my life. It really has. And um, I really just was getting those really... I always have the one-on-one moments with God, you know, but I'm talking about really getting in death where it was really sitting me down to listen. Like everything that was happening was separating me. You know what I mean? From everybody I'm thinking that's cool. People I think supposed to be my friends, supposed to be my family or whatever else like that. It just was making me see things in a whole nother light where it had me like, oh, I see you. So in the midst of that, I walked away from my job that I had for 13 years and had nothing to do with my coworkers, but it was their leadership. And I ain't gonna say it didn't have nothing all to do with my coworkers, but yeah, just all of that, right? And, and God just was putting in my spirit, like, yeah, you always gonna be disappointed when you depend on the validation from other people. I am who I say I am and you are who you say you are. So even this right here, this, this radio show, like this destined for me. I've been supposed to be doing this. Like, that's how serious it is. But I get, I was so wrapped up in the world and, you know, being complacent, going to work, doing this, getting this check, or I ain't got to worry about it. But I wasn't really living. I'm just going to work, coming, taking care of my kids, paying my bills. That's it. So when God was speaking to my spirit, you don't have to leave that job. I said, what? Who are you talking to? Not me, God. You see what I just went through when I was on furlough? I ain't gonna have no money to do this and do that and do that. But I'm telling you, when God speaks, baby, you listen. And he told me to move and that's what I did. And that's what I did. But I know my total glorified moment is not gonna happen overnight. But I know that it's coming. And you know how I know that it's coming? Because all the other little bullshit coming. The enemy trying so hard. Like I shared with y'all since Monday, I've been dealing with the same tire with a flat tire since Monday. Then I went out to try to get a little couple of dollars for the Amazon flax. I was saying in my head, I'm not going to do it no more at night because it's dangerous. I almost got robbed the other day, y'all, like no lie, right? <laughs> so I was like, I'm not going to do it at night no more. But what I say, oh, I need this couple of dollars. And I swear my spirit was saying, don't do it, don't do it. What I did, go to do it. Riding on 83, getting a little bit wobbly. I'm like, what's, what's going on? But I pull off anyway because it was my exit. Get to the street where I supposed to deliver the packages. Gets out the car, goes around, open the other door, and I just hear something. I'm like, what is that? I'm thinking somebody do a firecracker, y'all. I'm still shell shocked living here in Baltimore City. So I'm thinking it's a firecracker. I said, these fools still got these firecrackers out. Somebody up here playing games. No, I'm not from this block. They didn't see me pull up and get out and they didn't do a firecracker. So you should have seen me. I jump. I'm looking all under the car, right? And I look and I see my tire coming down. So I said, wow, this the same tire. But I stayed calm. Just like on Monday when I, when it when it went flat, <laughs> I stayed calm, called out to who I know to come and help me, the good people that God has blessed me with in my life to come on and help, help me. And they did. Just like even like last night, I didn't get a response from one of them and it just came to my mind, who up here? Who live up this way? 
And I reached out to Samani and they came out. And big shout out to my homeboy for coming out too. Um, my homeboy's Muff and my homeboy Dirty. Dirty even came out. Not that I had forgot, but earlier that day on Facebook, I gave him, um, I had sent a message on his page because yesterday was his mom's birthday and she transitioned um, this year, earlier this year. So I went on there to say happy birthday to her. And so yesterday when I got this flat, I reached out to him to help, but I had forgot that, you know, it was his mom's birthday. And I know that he's definitely, you know, still grieving and everything, but had I thought about it before I reached out to him, I probably wouldn't have called him because I'm like, it's his birthday. I know he's grieving or whatever. Um, but just the fact that he came out and helped and they said there wasn't no hesitation. And I ain't even called him because I had lost his number. I hit him through the Facebook Messenger. And guess what he said? I got you. I'm gathering my tools. I'm ready to come. I'm ready. I'm, I, I got you. I got you. I got you. And ain't want nothing. And ain't want nothing. But I still made sure, you know, that I um, bless my friends, especially if they bless you, man. Yes, I, I definitely bless my friends. So I was like, you know, here. You know what I mean? Because if I had to call anybody, if you wouldn't have came, I would have still been here. And the fact that the matter is, I would have had to pay somebody else. So I definitely ain't don't have to pay you, but I would have had to pay them. So it was a blessing. So that's all I'm saying, y'all. We go through all this stuff. We be worrying. I'm giving that little story to say, I have no dough for none of that. But guess what? I did. I wound up having it. How? I don't know. Because mind you, I told you I was going to do the Amazon Flex, which is not no flex. <laughs> It's cool, we ride around or whatever. I like to do it more at night, you know, because you can park everywhere, it's quiet, whatever, but it's dark and my eyes be squinting and can't see. And you would think that people ordering stuff at least to turn their porch light on, but not at all. And they send you in all different types of areas and stuff like that. So yeah, I like it better at night. I do it through the day if it's a little chill. And that's why I started early yesterday because... It was nice weather. It was nice. It wasn't too hot. Yes, it was raining. The rain was on and off. But it was nice weather. So I started, but I had already got the conviction of my spirit to not to do it. So when, when, when it happened and I got the flat and everything, all I could do was just sit there and laugh. And in situations like that, I say, oh, God, you are great. That's why I'm always good. Because it could have blew in 83. It could have it came out. What happened was the plug came out. From when I got it plug Monday, the plug came out. So it could have came out while I was riding on the highway. And it could have been a whole accident and everything else like that on 83. So I had to look at that and say, see, God made this so I got off the accident and parked on the street. Because usually when I pull up in the little streets, I like pull up in the middle, right? <laughs> and jump out real quick. But this particular de delivery had like 10 or something. So I was like, oh, my, I got to pull over. I got to get in here. It's a little dark. I got to look with the light or whatever. Um, but I think I got a little system too, y'all. Y'all should be seeing me. I got an organizer on it. I be feeling like the male ladies. Like, I can run my own post. <laughs> my own post of service. But I be having it together, y'all. So when I get there, I ain't got to be real long and jump in and out. But it did not um, come out on 83. I was able to get off, pull over, and then it came out. And like I said, the air came out. That thing sounded like a missile. Scared me. Scared me. But yeah, glory be to God. And when I seen it, I'm like, oh, that's my tire. And that's the first thing I thought. Oh, because see, I ain't even supposed to be out here. 
But I know those type of things be keep on happening. And it be like little things like that, because even little things like that is happening. I, I look back on my live too. I see my sister Keith say, sis, our breakthrough is coming. Yes, it is. And it be those little things. See, like the enemy, I think he's going to take you through stuff to break you. But the breakthrough is coming. That's why I pay that stuff no never mind. Because like I told y'all, God is who he say he is and he and I am who he says I am. Okay? Okay? And this is me to be here hosting the You Better Live show. Inviting y'all in to talk about topics that concerns us. You know how it go. Your news, our views. So it's the things that we know, but it's our views. We need to talk about it. We look at it all the time. 45, 13, 11, 2, all of that. Let's talk about it. Let's talk about it. If you're here with me, let me know that you're breathing. Hit me up on the chat. <laughs> like, share, and comment the thing. I know the show, I know that after we finish recording, the recording's going on YouTube and all that. So just be a part of that. Come on, get your little couple of hours or a couple of minutes. You can stay on the show with me all the time if you want to. Come be a guest. Hit me up in them inbox. Give me some topics or whatever else that y'all want to talk about. I think in the next hour I'm going to bring up. I got to look over in the inbox and bring up um, the question or which ones I'm going to pick. Because a couple of people, and some people be playing. See, when you say hit me in my inbox, some people be playing. They be playing. <laughs> so it was some stuff I got up in there, but it had nothing to do <laughs> with nothing that I could talk about on the show. But I said, one time I'm going to share it, though. I'm going to put it up on the screen let y'all see this in real world or like that. Because it definitely goes down in the DM, okay? <laughs> it definitely goes down in the DM. But I ain't got no time for it. I know a couple of people had some successes. Um from Facebook dating and all that other stuff or whatever. I seen the app. The app always, but I say, look, I must be on this damn app, um, Facebook too long sometimes and be strolling or whatever. Cause as soon as I stroll, I see it. Facebook dating or whatever. I said, I'm like, man, I ain't wondering that. But a couple of people done had some successes with it because this dating scene here in Baltimore City is dead. It's dead. Just like they don't give up. It be dead. It be dead. It be dead. I'm just saying to myself, I don't want nobody. I look the other way. I'll I, I, I be lying down. They be like, man, you married? Yes. Yes, I am. Why? Why? I mean, I don't be saying why, but I be like, yes. Yes, I am. Lying. Speaking into existence, though, trying to manifest it. Because these brothers don't be knowing what they want. And they be wanting you to chase them. It's already, and they know that it's like one dude. So like 20 females and I ain't, I ain't shame. I'm sorry. I ain't into the, um, what they say, the, uh, what is it called? What type of relationships they is and all that. So I ain't into that. I didn't did enough of that unwillingly or unknowingly. <laughs> okay. I done had enough of my time with that. When I done found out my man, my, well, when you found out your, your boyfriend, your, your man got a girl. Oh yeah. I done did them too many days on times. Like no lie. Embarrassing here. It's embarrassing here. Definitely. And then, you know, they do holler at you. They don't be doing what they want. They want you to chase them. And they don't go for what they know. They don't go for what they know. Straight up. They do not go for what they know. You know, and I was one of them type of women, you know what I mean? I 
I I, I want to go on dates. Don't want. I'm trying to get out the house. I ain't, I ain't for sitting in here. I want to go on dates. I ain't got to be eating all the time either. Because look, I'm trying to come down. Ain't got to be eating all the time either. That's what we was doing the whole pandemic. I'm still trying to get them pounds off of me. So I ain't got to be eating all the time. But golly, what is going on here? That's why I'm telling you, baby. I lights up. Anytime I see somebody I know getting married or whatever else like that, and the generation behind me, these 30, 20 years old, I'm telling you, awesome fathers. The ones, a lot of them, 40s, 50s, they little deadbeat, right? But that little generation behind me, awesome fathers. Getting married, doing the same thing. Grown people shit. You know what I'm saying? But they say you get what you pick. You get what you pick. So I guess what? I've been picking them big. But I guess that's what I was picking them like that baby when I was hurting. But, huh, I'm healed now. And you ain't got no chance. You got to come to me correct all the way. Oh, it ain't no way nothing happening. Nothing at all. Nothing at all. You know, and I ain't one of them tick for tacks, you know. My children are you doing it, you doing it. No, baby. Ain't nothing no man could ever do to make me want to give up my goodness to another man. That's mine. Just because you're a slut and there's a, definitely a double slander here. You already know that woman or female whatever i mean as a woman you know a respectful woman anyway why would you want to be giving away your goodies anyway to everybody that's lame to me it got to be something i can't just uh-uh that's not fun that's not fun y'all still be doing that y'all still be just having stuff to have sex what, what fun is that that mm -mm, i can't i gotta be turned on i gotta be feeling you in some type of way they even go there to even go there, to even go there, yes, indeed, I'm definitely going all over the place today, y'all, but I'm just talking, I'm just talking, getting it out, letting you know some things that have been on my mind, things that I am living for, things that I'm not so living for, so what I am living for, what I am definitely living for is seeing people becoming more empowered, seeing people um, taking, snatching their life back, you know, doing good things. There's a lot of good people in the city. There's a lot of people doing good things. And we just need to support one another more. I went to Northeast Market today uh, to purchase me some steak fish. If I ran around, do all this about this fire. And me and the older brother got to talking today in the line. And that was one of the things that he said. So I felt like that was my confirmation right there. Cause I was going to bring it up tonight. He said, we just don't support each other no more. Last week on the show, we talked about that. We just don't support each other no more. Everybody see each other as competition. They be giving, stay in your lane. Or I'm going to stay in my lane. One person can't be doing that. Oh, God forbid. And if your girlfriend sells shirts and then you want to sell shirts or pants, then you bite. You doing this or you try and cut into them. Instead of them saying, you know what? Bam, bam, we can do this. What up, girl? Come over here. But... They don't be giving none of that. And then everybody will be acting like they for you. They ain't for you. They don't, they don't be for you. They say they is. But then it'll be like little slob remarks, you know, little jokes and stuff. And I say little because people say stuff like that. You know how many people out of range who say, oh, yeah, I said I was going to check into your little show. I said, well, it ain't little, it's big. 
I got a big mouth. I'm a big girl. <laughs> and we talk real big on there. It's big. <laughs> and laugh right on back. Yeah. So just be mindful of that. If you got a business, yeah, holla as um, Be Exposed Radio. Any shows, you know, we can run the commercials. Yeah, you can do the commercial. You're an artist. You want your music played. I'm actually looking out for some. For my, I'm going to start a challenge. Um, because I already kind of like started my little theme show, but I need some help. And this, I mean, theme song um, for my show, but I need some help because this right here, You Better Live, is going to be a brand. So it is a brand. It ain't going to be. It is a brand. And this just is the first um, part of it, you know, is the show or whatever. But I need some help on this song. Um, a brother, um, Mike, came to me, had an awesome idea. I got to holler back at him too about the music and about bringing more positivity, um, getting some artists together because uh, we were thinking about, you know, the music being full and there's just so much toxic music out here that's inflicting the minds of our children, inflicting the minds of our adults. Like real shit, some of the stuff, you know? And, and, I, and I say that because when I became more self-aware, more self-conscious on who I am and everything else like that, I've realized how some music, I still like some songs, but ain't like my jam jam no more. I can still jam to it. Um, but I've always been like that, though, listening to music. I always listen to the words. I always heard what it was saying. You know, a beat definitely will get you. But I always listen to the words, and I always tend to be more favorable of the artists who were talking about stuff, who had more to talk about than just shooting drugs, fucking and sucking and ducking the police. We know that's what it is, you know? We know what it is and we know what it is and more than like the dime, so uh, you better live. We know what it is. So I am going to holler at him, right? And I'm going to do this project, but we're going to get artists together try to go around to the most popular artists right here in Baltimore City, D.C., Atlanta. You know, some people who are considered still underground, have a little, you know, name for themselves, but still considered uh, underground. If we can get some um, mainstream artists on, then that's awesome as well. Um, but it's going to take a while, and that's just the thought of it, to kind of, you know, get that out there and put this positive song together or whatever. Remember I said it, because I know people listen. Sometimes people, y'all ain't let me know y'all listening to y'all talking or whatever I said that, but I know how people can take your idea. So I'm going to stop talking on that and, <laughs> and just leave it be. Um, but I feel like that too about anything. You know, sometimes you got to be quiet until it happen. You know, I had a, um, a shoe business where I was selling shoes and everybody knew it was me. <laughs> Soon as I took my face away, and was online and did it like that and everything else like that. And I said, that's sad. But when it came to my girlfriends, everybody, or anybody else who see my shoes, oh, Chase, I like your shoes. Oh, I'm going to get these. I'm going to buy these or whatever. like that. Of course, I got a couple of people I know say that they was, but never happened. Never happened. And that's just how it be. You know, I ain't, I ain't going to force nobody, you know, to support me. But just know that if you start in your business or whatever you're doing, or whatever I'll say that a lot of times you're not gonna get the support that you think you're gonna get. Not from the people that you know. I'm gonna tell you that first thing. Not from the people that you know. Now, perfect strangers, they gonna love you. They gonna love you. You know, there's like I'm giving a shout out about the inbox and me with the topics. Not really nobody I know. 
really um hit me with anything and i know everybody you know life and life is life in and everybody going about that day but that was surprising to me um that was real surprising to me and then as much as i know uh fam who be on facebook who had certain other um personalities that they check in with i ain't gonna mention them because they already got their thousands of viewers and their thousands of comments right so i'm like I've been seeing them. My fam sit on there for hours listening to them talk about nothing. And guess what they keep telling me? Oh, Dad, I forgot. I was going to check out the little show. But I don't know. And I was going to check. But it is what it is, y'all. We're going to go back to keep it moving. Keep on moving. Like I said, right here in Baltimore City is so much murder and everything else like that going on. And if, and if it ain't really hit close to your home, meaning if it hasn't been one of your direct friends or one of your direct family, it's definitely been a, a friend of a friend or a family of a family. Like, that's just how it happens. Like, I, I I don't know nobody here that hasn't been affected by it in some type of way, whether it was their child or whoever else like that. I'm feeling like you having children, you're going to be affected. If you've been around children, you're just being a person, a human being. We say children because, unfortunately, it's the children who seem, um, you know, getting killed more rapidly now. Um, but nobody should be dying like that over nothing. Every day. Every day. We already on 300-something murders. I think I mentioned before was saying that it was high, and at that point, it wasn't. But within, like, two weeks or week time, then it was. Then it was. Then it was. So what is it? What do you, we, we talked about that last week and I shared my opinion too on how I think that the mayor should be stepping up and be doing more. But I also need advice too. If you know, tell me what to do. Cause I can write one hell of a um, letter, one hell of an email, go down somewhere, whatever else like that. You know what I mean? And talk about something to somebody. I ain't never get to talk to the brother when I was on the last project um, working from the, um, under the Muncie um, office, but I would like to have a, a, a wonderful conversation with him. I was blessed to be able to have conversations a uh, um, few times with Marilyn Mosby, powerful sister, powerful sister, very positive, and she used to just be funning. Everywhere where I used to see her, she'd be funning and enjoying herself, and I used to be like, good for her. She need a break, especially with all this stuff that was going on when that first came out and everything else like that, and um. She used to have her people with her on the thing. I think one time on live or whatever, but we used to be doing it like, you know, respecting them, respecting them. Like, I ain't going to put them on there looking all crazy and messed up. They already, you know, talking about the sister all messed up or whatever. But she always was funny and she always showed big love. Yes, she did. Yes, she did. And I had another awesome experience um, with Peter. Peter, guys, from the Real Housewives. Um, other than uh, who was married to my girl Cynthia Bailey, they are now divorced, and Cynthia is remarried. However, Peter still looking good with his fine chocolate self with all that gray hair. Baby, I went down to the bar that he had down here in Baltimore City mm, on a Queen's Day, and everybody I was with, he showed them love. I mean, showed them love every time, he even came back to the table took pictures, different people, did all types of stuff, talking his junk and everything else like that. Everything was appropriate. 
but just show big love. You know what I mean? Just show big love. And some people are like, oh, it's a front, you know, because he don't hear his ball. He got to do that. He want to make money. I'm saying, no, that's not no front because some people can't, people can't, I, I, I can't say people can imitate it and trying to do things that they think that is showing love or stuff that look right. But you can't really fake it. After a while, you're going to feel it or you're not going to feel comfortable. You know what I'm saying? I mean, this was like all night. You can tell like this is what he did. This is this what he showed love. That's why some people, you will have that celebrity status or that's famous or well-known or whatever they had, that business they had. And they don't know how to deal with people. They don't know how to be people, people. They don't. And you can't be like that. You got to have a positive attitude. I know you're going to have some junk and some stuff and people asking you all types of stuff. I always cringe um, <laughs> when I see the video displays that they put up of like, who like Michael Jordan and stuff and how he interact with people or, or different stuff like that. Like, oh, he is rude. He is rude. He is rude. So shout out to Peter. If you ever hear in Baltimore, go down there to his ball. Y'all know what it is. I ain't got to say the name until he start, um, <laughs> Until he starts sponsoring me, which he said, because I had to go back down there and say, hey, you remember me? You remember me? Let's do it. And that's why it'd be awesome. I bet you if I get him on as a guest in my show, y'all really be on here. See, it's that part. It's that part. So I got to go back and see if I can get Peter. But in the meantime, if you want to be a guest, you know, to come through to the BeExposedRadio.com and make your request to be a guest. If you have... um a business that you would like for us to promote. We are definitely here to do that. If you have some music that you want to get out of there, only if it's yours, I believe. It got to be yours. It got to be yours. No no sample beats, no nothing like that. No type of copyright infringements on us, baby. So come correct if you want to get out of there because that's what I said. I said 92Q don't be playing none of those stuff. When you go in other cities, they be playing their artists. Oh, they don't do that for us right here. They don't do that for us. But yeah, you know, stay with the girl because just like I said, I'm doing this radio show right here. Um, um, but I'm also writing my poetry book. I'm also writing my poetry book. I still do hip hop. Um, I want to do like a CD that gives like that. Uh, what is that? Like that uh, Erica Badu, that, that Lauren Hill, that uh, what was them girls? All you gotta do is just say it. Yeah, y'all know I'm talking about flowetry, like that type of feel. So I want to do like hip hop and poetry together. Oh, it's gonna be nice. This is gonna be nice. But again, you know, I got bros that pose been my bros that do with the music, whatever. But like I said, if you ain't coming and you ain't talking whole shit and you ain't trying to look like oh, you know what I'm saying, they don't be digging you. Like that's what they want. You know, my bros in the hip house, they like the strippers and they want you to get up and rap and be dressed like a stripper and sound like one. You know, not knocking the strippers, not knocking the strippers. I just was making the point, not knocking the strippers, man. What's up? What's up? What's what? What's what? I know you got what I do, whatever you got to do, but yeah, that's not me. That's not me. And I'm not going to do that. And they know who I'm talking about. They know who I'm talking about. So this right here for just like the You Better Live, it's just going to always get bigger and it's going to get better. And if you hear right now, then guess what? You blessed to see the progress. To see the progress and to see the process. So then when you see me and you see all them big old lights and the Sanchez real, the Empress Lady Cake Mix, oh, all the people gonna say, oh, I supported you since day one. And I'm gonna say, you're lying. 
You lie, you lie, you lie, Solana not. <laughs> when it's a poor comment, when we support, I'm always going to stay humble, y'all. I'm always going to stay humble and I'm going to stay at peace. I don't give nothing but light and love. Trust me. Trust me, trust me, trust me. Trust me, trust me, trust me. So if you don't see me around them, don't ask me about them. And if they ask you about me, guess what? They probably want to make something up because they don't even know. They don't even know. So how y'all feeling? I would love to hear how your children's week started off at school. We talked about at the start of this, um, the show, the tragic loss of the young brother, Jeremiah Brockton up there at Mervo. Um, the same day, 14-year-old was tragically killed out in Milford Mill um, after a football game. I also seen somewhere else in another state, a man was arrested shortly after a football game because um, it was some type of dispute and he shot the coach, shot the coach, shot the coach. So yeah, and he was um, arrested. Well, actually turned himself in because he did it in front of everybody. And this is our people, our, our black people. So we were talking about that. And then we also were talking about the E. coli and the water supply here in Baltimore City. <laughs> Here in Baltimore City, <laughs> look, I be talking about stuff and people be thinking I'm this conspiracy type of person, but I'm like, oh my goodness, they're going to use any type of things. Remember when they were saying that the COVID was in the water supply? See, they did say that too, right? Okay. Yeah, I do remember. And then they supposed to have been, I think, about a, over Latrobe, they was trying to say. That lasted for like a day or two. And then I was like, well, if it's the Latrobe, this is John Hopkins, is that like, what happened? How did they find the COVID in the water? But then it was only out for like two days. They were spreading. And then you ain't hear no more about it. You ain't hear no more about it. I mean, news is news, but all news ain't ain't uh ain't true it ain't true i mean they're gonna tell it from their type of uh their point of view you know that's why i said when it comes to us and our news our views i want to share it right here um on this platform so we can talk about it and see what's going on about it um it's just so tragic um all of this stuff just keep on going on like the city is done these boarded up houses, these roads, these streets. That's why I keep having these issues with my tires, right? <laughs> Blame it on the roads. Yeah, yeah. Because it is the truth. Like, and I and I be feeling some type of way when I ride into a county or I, I, I ride, you know, downtown in some of those areas. And the street be just as smooth. And when I come around to my neighborhood, everything is a pothole, a dip, a chip. Can't nobody really ride straight down the street. You see everybody going around doing this and doing that. I'd be like, this is ridiculous. This is ridiculous. And since we're talking about that in the traffic, like this traffic around the school buildings, I know that they were short on teachers. We talked about that on our show. They were like 200 and something, almost 300 short on staff. I had a teacher um, who was also um, my station brother, Nick Kowser, who was on here just telling us, um, that the it was more than that. It was actually more vacancies. Um, but that's all that they were reporting at that time. We were talking on some of the issues that they were saying and why these vacancies are apparent. Um, they also had did a survey, um, and it was more than than not of all of the staff saying that they most definitely will be leaving probably in two years. 
and some of them were saying more than likely. And some of the reasonings were um, the disruptive students as well as the administration. So a lot of it had to do with these students who are just so unruly in school um, and they don't do nothing about them. And then a lot of it had to do with, of course, you know, the administration, how they choose to run the school. Um, a sister Tracy, happy birthday. Give her a shout out. I'm supposed to be at Tracy's birthday celebration tonight. It was a sneaker gala. I've never been to one. I definitely was going to put on my nice dress and some sneakers. And then when I looked, I realized, oh no, it's Thursday. I ain't going to be able to make that. Um, but I know that they are having a ball. Um, but when it talks about the administration, she was telling me like a little bit um, of her stuff before. And like, she's um, well informed on pre-K. Since she's been teaching, she's been doing a pre-K, but then they went into the move to another grade. So that was her situation. Like every time they wanted to move her, um, she goes somewhere else and, you know, gets to work where she wants to work. It happened to a teacher over my school um, who was my son's pre-K teacher last year. She's done in kindergarten. So when I see her, she was frowning or whatever. But she said, I just did what I had to do because it was just, uh, I'm already here now. So I say, well, that's a good way to think about it. Um, but yeah, this traffic over in these schools, we already know that they were short with the teachers and the staff um, shortage, and they short with the crossing guards too. They are short with the crossing guards. Early this morning when I was traveling about my tire, I seen that somebody had supposedly got hit right there on um, Greenmount over there, crossing Greenmount or something like that, like a kid or something. And I seen um, one of my Facebook friends like say something about it too. Well, I realized what it was that he said. I seen the commotion, but I didn't know exactly what was going on but i was like oh goodness i could see all the kids and stuff like that i was like please don't let nothing um happen to one of these babies or whatever so that's what it was um it'll probably be on the news tonight they got here probably won't because it's like i tell you um don't tell us everything we don't know about everything um but yeah somebody got hit this traffic is a mess they be double parked they be doing these turnarounds in the middle of the street. And I go get my daughter from school. It just be a mess. It just be a mess. They need to do something about it. Like, seriously. Like, seriously. I know it, um, it's probably a little mess in the counties with the, you know, the school buses coming to pick up kids and everything else like that because they were really short. And I know that takes a lot of staff forwards with them school bus drivers. Um, but they got to come up with something better for the transportation for Baltimore City. They do. I guess because there's more schools and whatever, but the way these children is traveling and stuff like that, it's real dangerous. Some of these children come from all the way another part of town to get to a school. I think but um, Baba Emotep mentioned that up in Park Heights. It's not one school. So all of those children that's up in that area, they have to travel to East or um, another part of West Baltimore just to go to school. It's just a mess. And in a lot of these schools, it ain't one bus either. It's two buses in the subway sometimes. If I would allow my daughter to travel to school, yeah. It was one, two. Yeah, it was two buses in the subway. And she would have had to, yeah, that's just too much. That's just too much. And then mind you, when they have to be to school so early, so then when they leave out, to really get there on time, yeah, they would have to be leaving out. Like six o'clock on some six o'clock. So that's getting up at five o'clock, you know. 
Okay, I got somebody talking to me. Ooh, the faithful Michael Mike. You drew me every show, good brother. I heard you. I hope you heard my little shout out that I was giving you about the idea. I shared a little bit, but not too much because you know how people do and they still your idea. But I'm going to get with you on that because I'm working on some things and we need to do that and make that pull um, and make that push and make that work. Oh, Michael said 800 teachers short. 800? Yeah, Lee. Well, that's what Nate was telling me. Nate was basically saying that that two-something girl, I don't know where they got that from. That was just trying to make it cute. So I know a lot of schools is um, filling in with like substitutes, um, different teachers that I saw. My daughter told me she has a teacher at the school that is um, from out of the country that's international, you know, and she said that's how she got into the States. That's how she got here. That's how she got to the United States. and she is working on getting her green card. So they canceled all of that. However, they got ahead. They wasn't worrying about the uh the COVID <laughs> vaccine or none of that. Her, her immigrant stat, none of that. None of that. They was like, come on over here, come on over here and teach our kids. <laughs> we need you. So then the other other stuff that went out the window. Did anybody hear anything too about my girl Brittany Griner? I got to bring her up and talk about her next week on the show. I got to look up some stuff because when I talk about it, I got to do my research. Um, today, I would have had a lot more things to talk about. But just like I told y'all, I was running behind going through the stuff with my tire. And when I talk about it, I like to look up on it and talk about it, you know. So that's why I knew to talk about the young brother that I said tragically lost a lot his life. I looked about it, um, looked on it a little bit. And of course, from watching the news, there's so much stuff you want to talk about. I brung up about the, um, the Queen um, Elizabeth. I know that they were already um, gathering in the palace um, to pay tribute um, to her. Her son is going to take over the throne, uh, King Charles, who's our old eldest son. His wife will also be known. Um, as a queen, queen of Concord or something. I'm going to give y'all them facts uh, when I come back next week. But I just was like, ooh, ooh, ooh. Yes, Mike, we do. We got to get together and make some strong moves for the people. Absolutely. That's our destiny. That's what we destined to do, Mike. And we're going to do it. We're going to keep it moving. And no matter who woofers, whoever woofers, right, because we already know the enemy against us. Because if it's anything positive, oh, they're going to try to it out. They ain't gonna try to let it through. Trust me. Trust me. Trust me. Queen consort. That's what she will be referenced as. Um, and that is Charles' wife. Katie, I believe it is. Is it Katie? Katie? Or one of them. I don't know. But that's the awesome. Yes, 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 yes. Giving me all the information. That's what she'll be known as or whatever. Mike, I know you was here on the whole show. We were talking about uh, the tragedies and everything like that that's happening here in Baltimore City. That's happening all the time. Miss Camilla, thank you, my guy in the sky. Miss Camilla is uh, King Charles' wife, and she'll be known as Queen Consort Camilla. Yes, word. Even though we the rural queens, Right, <laughs> and the kings, Miss Elizabeth, then took out the throne. This is the defendant, then took out the throne, and snatched all us up from that baby, and they never let us back in, baby. Can't stand 
can't stand us. Do you hear me? But I ain't gonna say it for all of them though. Because next thing you know, I'll be having one of my Britain, one of my Britain associates or something like that, or somebody that's what's your name saying, whatever. But come on with it. Come on with it. Cause it's the truth. It's the truth. It's the truth. It's the truth. Racism is real, and y'all know it's the truth. That y'all be against us. We always seen as violent and everything else like that. And can um you imagine though, like the things that they share and they show about us on TV? Like how I was talking about the music and we need to have more of a positive aspect coming from that arena amongst us. But what they see is what they know. But what gets me is that it's always crazy. I remember watching the comedian um, Paul Mooney, rest in peace. And he said, yeah, it's, it's, it's a mess on us, but it's so nice on them. And I was like, oh my gosh, you know, he was the one who really talked about a lot of you know, politics and everything, but you know, made it jokingly to, to, to entertain people, but he was, his business was to inform. Real positive, brother, right? And I say, he ain't lying. Just like now, all these BB, all these BBLs and all that going on, yeah, we be getting them as sisters, but you know what? These other nationals, they getting it, so they want to look like us. And we be beating ourselves, uh, saying they want these lips. They want these. They want these big eyes and this nose. They probably don't want the big nose, but yeah, they want all that. They want it to be full. But when it's on us, we get half of the recognition. They want it. They want it. They want it. They want it. So love yourself. Love yourself. I always tell people I had got a procedure where I was able to get like the fed. I guess you call it something suck if you want to be. It's an awesome fucked up skull. I wish I wouldn't have never. Wish I wouldn't have never. They could have kept my little damn um little fupa. I would have been all right. <laughs> well, I was all right, but guess what? I was just going through something. Yeah, one day my uncle had died. Then I was sick. I had these ulcers and everything in my stomach. So that's how they got me addressing one thing. And then they was like, yeah, we can, yeah, we can. And I was like, go for it, the baby. I wouldn't do nothing else now. And that's why I'm going to the gym. Trying to just lessen all my carbs, lessen all my sugar. And all of that stuff so I can do better. Yes, it is. Rap is killing us. Rap is killing us, Mike. Yes, it is. We have to address it. We definitely do. Because even when I used to be seeing different um, situations or well-known artists who put out this music and stuff like that, telling Telling our children to rob, steal, and kill. But that's not what they telling their story. They telling their children the truth. No, no, no. This is my music. This is just what everybody likes. You know what I'm saying? Everybody got to live their own flight. How about T.I. son? T.I. son definitely wasn't brung up um, in the means that he was brung up. Very fortunate um, that his mother and his father was doing well to do. That's what, that's what I was saying, too, because, you know, a lot of people will say that it comes from the upbringing um why children go astray and i know they had some issues you know a lot of their stuff and everything was tele televised um but the little the little brother just getting in all types of trouble and i seen ti come on in basically say yeah he gotta live his life we did whatever he grown he grown he grown and that's how i be saying you know 
sometimes like no matter how grown your children are, they always your children. And if your children sometimes not doing good, then you ain't doing good. You ain't doing what's what. I know sometimes people be here and I got to let them go. Because like my grandma used to say, they be here raising hell and you be dead and gone and they still be raising hell. But my point that I'm bringing up is that a lot of these parents, a lot of these adults, uh, I said it before, don't have no sense. That's why there's a lot of the senseless killings, these senseless things or whatever. They don't even know how to talk to each other. They ain't got no coping skills. They don't know how to, they don't know how to um, work out conflict. They don't. They don't. And the easiest thing to do is to put it on the next person. I always say the person who always say that everybody else is the problem, they be the problem. They be the problem. Y'all ain't catching on yet? Y'all ain't catching on yet? It be a lot of people, guess what? And, and you be around the people, and whether they got a problem with something or somebody, but they always in the right. A person who always think they in the right, they be the wrong one. The person who always got a problem or something like that, they be the problem. Like real shit. I ain't saying don't be your own person or whatever, but a person who always paying victim is definitely suspect to me. Yes, they is. They is definitely suspect to me. Yes. But as far as this music and far as what you take into your system, I call it the food, what you eat, what you look at, what you listen to, all of that. All of that stuff that you let into your space. See, a lot of people be like, I'm matching energy, I'm matching energy, but I don't match energy. I got my own energy. You feel me? And if you know anything about energy, you know negative and positive, what it did? It attracts. So I know I'm a positive force. So I know I'm already open up for all the negative to come my way. I already know it. But see, I ain't know that before. I was asleep. But see, once you wake up, you never sleep. You never sleep. You know, so I didn't understand it. I used to be like, I ain't right. Guess what? I'm just trying to help. I'm just trying to do this. I'm just trying to do that. Yeah, because you're the positive. You're, you're, the, you're the light. You're the light. So it got to come your way. That, that's, that's energy. People know that. And if anybody always tell you that they is just happy, go lucky, and jolly, rally all, of, all the time, they fucking lying. They lying. They lying. Not telling to their face. Because we human and we living. And if you just holly jolly, probably, uh, I mean, kudos to you. If, if that's your, your thing every day, because I definitely tried to be, I be having shit going on. But it's just like I tell you, I remind myself that no matter what I am going through, it is somebody going to do something a hundred times worse. So that's how I find my peace back in that moment. And not that you want to be like, oh, yeah, well, I'm glad it ain't me. It ain't from that type of space. You know what I'm saying? It's like, no, I'm going through something and I acknowledge that I'm going through something because people always give that to Oh, no complaining, no complaints. No, it's not about a complaint. It's about acknowledgement. Because a lot of things you got to acknowledge to move it around and for it to shift and for it to change. You get what I'm saying? So I be having to acknowledge first what I'm going through and then also come to the realization that it's somebody going through something 10 times, 20 times, 30 times, 40 times worse and would love to be in my shoes. Even when you think about your insecurities, even when you say, I'm too fat, I'm too skinny. Yeah, shit, you too skinny. They say, if you little, they say you too skinny. You tall, you, 
Tall people want to be shorter. Shorter people want to be taller. Fatter people want to be thinner. Thinner people want to be thinner. So golly, live your life. Live your life. You don't know when. You don't know when it's going to be your last moment or whatever else like that, but let that what encourage you to stay positive. That's how I keep on moving. Because I'll be like, shit, if I die, I'm just sitting around. I was worrying about a goddamn tire flat. <laughs> no, no, I'm not. Or I was in that mood. Or even when I leave people. Or even how I talk to people, you know. It be, it be a lot of disrespect. Y'all know that, how people can get, you know. But I always, for me, never, you know, I be like, no. Because if that person was the goal, the day of tomorrow, I wouldn't feel good about that. Or what I said or anything else like that. That's how I tried to get and address some things with people that I did have some issues with. But everybody ain't in that space. You know, so then after a while, I was able to say, huh, you better let it go. Let it go. Let it go. Because that's them. That's them. I still love them. I don't like them. I love them. And that's all that matters. I love them and I love them from a distance and I keep it moving and all, and pray for them. Because a lot of times when people do to you and say to you, I don't got nothing to do with you. It be him some whole bunch of other stuff. It be some whole bunch of other stuff. But they won't admit it. They won't admit it. One of my biggest disputes that I got to see with a family member, and I showed up, they was already, they was already in the fucking uproar. Already in the, in the, in the head of fucking attitude. So everything I said was misconstrued, was taken the wrong fucking way. I ain't talked to him and got them going on three years. Fuck them. That's how I look at it now. You know what I mean? I did try to fix it. But they want way out. And I say, why well, I always got to be the bigger person? Fuck that. This has been going on my whole life for real. So I'm going to just let it be. That's why I say love who love you. Love who love you. And try not to hate on nobody. Because it's so easy to fall in. It's a thin line between love and hate. Yes, it is. It's a thin line. And it's so easy to fall into it. See, because the enemy got a way of doing that too. You know, he's the manipulator. He'll make you think something. Everything seems possible. Everything ain't what it seems. Just remember that, y'all. Everything seems possible. Everything is not what it seems. Yes. And we got to put some of this more positivity into the universe. So if you are an artist, like I said, I already gave my plug. I'm going to be um, posting it too on Facebook because I need y'all to help me come up with this theme song. And I need you to help me and Brother Mike start on this project. I already shared it with you. If you missed it, you missed it. Because I am repeating it again because it's an awesome ass idea. I was blown away um, when the brother came to me with the idea. Yeah, we got to do that. We got to do that. We definitely got to do that. And we is going to do that. We is going to do that. Mike, here with me every Thursday, been here with me since the launch on 811. Because you know the show is a mighty Leo. Rubble Mike, you know it. Nothing happened miraculously, right? Um, but he's been here with me since day one. I told my homegirl Shalina that I had joined me on her first show too. She was my first caller because I'm going, I got a gift, y'all. I got a gift, y'all. So Mike, I got the gift you. I got to give you. Brother Mike, matter of fact, on his birthday, I ran into him looking to, 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 to bless him. He was blessing me. He was giving me stuff. 
That's just how Leos do. Shout out to all the Virgos because it is Virgo season. You know them rogue Virgos on like shit phony. But they can be some phony motherfuckers. I said it. <laughs> some uncertain, some uncertain phony motherfuckers. But I love them though. Because they come right after my side. You know what I'm saying? And, and, and I love a Virgo because guess what? They just know they bad. And that's what, you know, <laughs> that's what... That's a quality that Leo has that's always misconstrued. Like, you know, because Leos, we are the mighty queens and kings of the jungle. And people tend to think that we're more confident that we come off to be or feel like we arrogant or whatever else like that. But it's just the Leo way. If we know something, we know our shit. Or if we feel strongly about something, yeah, that, that's just what it is. And there ain't nobody, ain't nobody going to change that. That, that comes with being the king and the queen. You hear me? Of the Zodiac. We rule the world. Every jungle it is. Straight up. That's why we the most hated son. The most. The most. But shout out to the mighty Virgos for the Virgo season. Yes, Virgos are mighty. Y'all think y'all that. Y'all don't like no phony shit, but y'all be doing some phony shit. But I love you, Virgos. Keep looking good because they be wanting to look good too. They be wanting to shine and they always want them to do the prom time. <laughs> oh, yeah, you better be. Because the Leo's are watching. Well, what's your sign, Moni? I know you coming up. Is it the end of the year? You can talk to me. He's been quiet the whole show. Oh, Scorpio. Oh my God, y'all nasty, y'all nasty, and y'all never. I love Scorpios. Scorpios love Leos too. Y'all really do. Y'all really do. My sister in law, well, who's going to be my sister? Well, she's a Scorpio. My brother's a Leo. So, yeah. Leo men, awesome. Leo men, awesome. Leo women too. We're a little crazy. We're a little bit territorial. We like to be sport, but so do Leo men though. They do. <laughs> they do it. Anybody know anything about Leo, they know that we keep on repeating ourselves until you get the point across to make sure somebody heard it, right? That's just one of our uh, characteristics that we do. Okay, so Moni is a mighty Scorpio. Oh, y'all nasty. No wonder I be talking about he be leaning. I knew it. I knew it. Oh, I could have guessed it. I asked it. I knew it was coming up. October or whatever happened. But, um, is what's your name? And I'm what's your name and then whatever. <laughs> I got a little distraction in the background. I don't know what's going on with my fly guy over here. He whining and he crying. It's all good, but I'm going to take a break and I'm going to come through before. Oh, I don't know what's going on, but he better leave. He better leave. He might be crying about something. A toy about something. Give Oh, it's okay. It's okay. <laughs> well, we'll be right back as we ready for a um, break, Mr. Producer. Don't go nowhere. We only got a little bit left of the show, wrapping on about a good 20 minutes, and we're going to come back to you. Um, you can come over here. Come on. You want to join me? Look, don't cry, though, because they want you to do it. I mean, his whole point of doing this was, you know, to and basically, I think was in efforts to defend Donald Trump about the freedom of speech thing, but freedom oh, of speech well, doesn't come with a cost. But that's what I was ready to say, though. But he was going to take the free it being free to tweet her away because I was hearing it through the grapevine that he was going to, you know, close it down on that level, and you had to pay. Yeah, because it's hate. So yeah, it's, 
well, this is a great question. That was the end of Twitter. I don't know anybody's opinion on this. I don't think I've ever even asked anybody their opinion on this. Is hate speech free speech? No. Right. No, uh, no, and that's that's that in many spaces is against the law. You can't mm. do it. No, you can you can speak freely, but you also will accept those consequences. Right. Right. So you can speak, you can say whatever you want to say. That that in essence is free speech. But you're going to accept those consequences if you call somebody a fag or or uh, uh, and, uh, anything about Jewish right. people. You're going, you're 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 getting canceled. So right. in some cases, it's considered hate speech, which is against the law. So depending right. on what especially if it's coming off as a threat or you bringing uh, you know harm to somebody or yeah. saying something so harmful that's going to cause somebody any type of. But again, harmful. but it, it has to be across the board because who was that? Um, Trump did that to two of the ladies. That was uh Hey, had to take a little break. I had to take a little break. But what's up? What's up? What's what? What's what? You still here? And I love you for it. You still here talking to the Empress Chasteville Lady Cake Mix? And we had a couple of what in the worlds. He talked about the Queen Elizabeth death and what in the what? The, all of the senseless murder here. A lot of this show was me just giving some inspiration and some encouragement, giving some personal stuff for my life because I think a lot of times that helps people. You know, a lot of the tests that you go through in life, when you give it off like that and you go through it and you get through it, hey, it's your testimony. I share it because it might can help somebody. A lot of things sometimes, brothers and sisters, that you go through is because somewhere down the line, you're going to have to help somebody with your testimony or you know about it or you've been there before, you know, kind of like been there, done that. Yeah, all of that good stuff. We was talking about the census killing um, the 17 year old who got killed in Mervo, but what's new? What's new is happening too much, too frequently, just senselessly, every day, multiples, every day. The surgeon, um, I told you my heart breaks every time I see him on the news. Um, aside from hearing the news of what's going on, I tried to stop watching the news, then because that just ugh does something to you stop watching the news then to get back on facebook then you see some type of stuff every day every day i wake up every day i wake up when i go on there sometimes i dread to go on there then i see because that's be devastating to hear about people passing like that people that you know and everything else like that and then you come on facebook rest in peace the such and such and such i'm telling you when i go throw a party throw a party and all y'all go this up and say you better live and keep on living, y'all. Um, but yeah, we got to do better. Whatever you can do, do what you can, where you at for what you got. And just keep going. Just keep going. Just keep moving. If you can't walk, then crawl. If you can't crawl, then swarm, do something. But keep moving. Keep going and keep moving, y'all. I'm going to share a little bit positive little poem that I had, right? Well, it was like a song or whatever, I'll say that, but I remember, and this was years ago, 
um, when I talked about women and stuff like that. Yes, rest in peace to Queen Elizabeth. Yes, Mike, 96 years old, lived a good life. She got to reign for 70 years on that throne. Well, reign for 96 years in her destiny, of course. But since she was 26 years old, she became the queen of England. So yes, rest in peace, just passed away today, September the 8th, 2022. They're already gathering, already in mourning um, to celebrate her life. Her, her eldest son will take the throne. He will be known as King Charles. Um, and his wife, they say, Queen Elizabeth, give her blessings um, some years back um, that when that would occur, she would be known as the queen. So she does have the queen's blessing. So she will be the queen, but she won't have um, the same, I guess, um, ability or whatever to do things. She ain't, she, 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 she married to the king. Okay. So she is a queen, but she ain't making the shots. She ain't calling the shots. Not like how Queen Elizabeth was doing. So rest in peace to Queen Elizabeth. Um, it's sad that we always got to be saying rest in peace to somebody, but that is the inevitable. We are all going to go. We're going to transition. Um, but just make sure you live in, just make sure you live in, make sure you live in right. Um, every time I see people, sometimes I always say, I have the little saying, good day, good day to be seen and not viewed because it's, it's just like that. They used to say here today, gone tomorrow, but now here today, gone this afternoon, gone this evening, gone tonight. You know, that's just gone today, gone to, here today, gone today. For real, that's just like really how it is right now. It really is. And so many people just be young and getting killed here. And even old, even old, it's not only the young people getting killed here, just the gun violence is just like off the hook. If I was the mayor, I'm telling you what, nobody like me, everybody be talking, everybody be calling me all types of redhead bitches because I'll be locking shit down. I will be locking shit down. And then for the police, I will have a police on every corner and get out the cars. I seen over in East Baltimore District, shout out to Councilman Antonio Glavo Pucci, who I grew up with in the East Baltimore neighborhood. He's the councilman now over there in that district. Um, I don't reside over there, but I definitely, um, well, when he was campaigning, he campaigned a couple of times, but this last time, you know, of course he won, but I definitely was on it. I definitely was telling people, get his little fights, whatever, because I knew that he was definitely for the people. I seen that he just now um, worked with, some other cancer men and get bikes in that area. So they want to have them policemen um, riding on bikes. They say that it is more um, better to approach people. Um, they're going for that, for more efforts to be on a community policing and everything else like that. You know, a lot of our thoughts and everything about the police is simply from our experiences and the things and the, the brutality that we've been through with the police here. But there are some good police. They're not all bad, but in that type of apartment, it's like one bad apple can spoil the bunch. It can spoil the bunch. I'd be up and down, all up in that police station. They will get hard of me. I'm telling you, every police, the police to be on every corner, walking. Get about, get about that call. Get about that call. They'd be walking. I had them talking to people just because they don't even speak. They be on the corner. My goodness, you go around the avenue, like real talk. You know, a lot of people talk about 
the drug dealers and the people would be out there. You know, I remember I had people say, you go around there, get something in, you go around there. Those people will never bother me. They would respect a couple of weeks ago, my mom, we got somebody, excuse me, around that way that does her hair and she fell. And what my mother said, hold this little honey, nobody come to help her. I said, man, they probably thought that. <laughs> You was one of them. So they don't care about all people, but who helped them? But the dope boys, the drug dealers, who they always talk about. I wish I knew who they was, but like I say, God bless them. Help my mother up, help her up. She fell again. They helped her again. Even when the young men carried a bag all the way down to where she was going to get her head done and everything else like that. But yeah, I ain't never been disrespected. I, I mind my business. They call all their little things or whatever that they selling and doing whatever. No, I'm good. I'm good enough for you. Oh, okay. No disrespect. They open my going to stores. They open the doors for me and everything else like that. But yeah, we got to do something about this culture, y'all. We, you know, like even amongst ourselves, like everybody's just so angry and so against everybody. You know, and if you're walking around smiling and you greeting people, I do it all the time. When I walk past people, they let them say, hi, how you doing? God bless you. God love you. Different stuff. They be looking at me like I'm crazy. Like I'm crazy because it's not the normal here. And that's what's sad. That's what's sad. Everybody just so against each other. But I'm going to stop speaking on that and how we against each other. And I'm going to um, keep at the forefront the togetherness that we do have. That's what I'm going to start doing. Because see, anything that you keep on speaking on, you know what I'm saying? You give it life. You give it life. So that's why I say speak positivity. Speak life. Not death. Speak life. Speak life. We know what's going on. We know these senseless murders. We know these children died in a rat and rape. We know uh, drug abuse is, is affecting all our neighborhoods. We know the conditions in our neighborhoods, these boarded up houses, these broken down streets, this trash and everything everywhere. Do your part. Do your part. My thing is, if you're going to hang on the avenue and stand on there all day, throw your trash in the trash can. Put it in your bag. Carry it with you. Carry it to a bin. You know, I see every morning they run there cleaning it up. Before it's even late in the afternoon, it's a mess. It's dirty because they stand right out there, eat whatever they're eating, and drop it right there. Like, no, sorry, I was robbing somebody the other day. They do their whole just container just out the car. I say, like, God damn. And here me, I be holding on to little pieces of paper. I got like a little trash bag in my car. I can't do that. Like we don't have no pride. None. It's crazy. We don't have no pride or nothing. And if people want to take pride in that stuff and want that stuff to look good, then we too good. We think we better. And all that current on. But just make sure you do what you can, my friends and my family. It will be a new day and change is going to come. Change has already been changing. Things have already been coming, but we need more. Stay lifted up in prayer. Keep loving each other. Keep praying for each other and keep doing the work. Keep doing your life work because prayer without work is dead too. Is dead too. But I'm gonna tell you, God ain't allowing nothing to happen. He don't just he don't, he don't, he don't, he don't just he don't just wake up like us and day and, and figure it out. It was already written, it's already known what's gonna go on. So y'all better take heed and do what y'all have to do. Ask them, what can I do? 
That was a part of my conviction. What can I do? And this is one of the things he told me to do. And keep on doing it. Keep on talking to you. Keep on speaking life. Keep on being that positive force to show everybody I'm human. I go through stuff, but I get through. I get through. And hopefully my story and bringing this platform can help somebody somewhere. And particularly, I wanted to help somebody right here in my city. Is this where is that? I love Baltimore City. Always will. Always will. Always will. Born and raised here. Born and raised. And I have lost too many friends, too many family to gun violence. And so have you. We tied. If you're a brother, you're a sister, you're still in the street, your friend go to pull that trigger, and it's something you can say, and you know it ain't about nothing, say it. Say it. No. What they say, bro, no, dummy, whatever. You got to say no. It ain't worth that. I don't want to see these kids fighting and all that evil, but guess what? <laughs> and my Friday, will you fight? You fight? You fight to live another day. Yes, Mr. Witherspoon, rest in peace to him too. But that was the truth. It was that message, yo. If you live, you live to fight another day. Life is good. God remains great, y'all. I told y'all I was going to share a little bit of um, a poem, a song that I had wrote um, a while ago. And this was when I was working with the kids. And I remember probably like in one month, I went to... I know it was about 30 days in a month. I probably went to like 16, 17 firms. Like the kids were just getting killed back to back. And it wasn't kids that was currently in a program. These was like kids that I work with and not in that, 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 that program that exactly I was in. It might have been kids that I worked with in the past. Kids I worked with when I worked for Woodburn, when I worked over Kennedy Krieger, just all of that. You know, families that I was connected to when I worked for the housing of Jews, like different stuff. And then you hear it. I always say the one that shook me that when I first started working for that youth organization and being an advocate there, um, I had a young lady I worked with, Tashika Martin. Tyreek, no, Tashika Martin. I never forget her. And me and her used to talk all the time. And she used to tell me she had a friend, a best friend who got killed. And when me and her used to talk, um, she was a light too. She was a positive soul and negative stuff. Just always follow her. And she was a people pleaser. You know, she was a people pleaser. That's how she stayed in trouble and trouble always tended to find her. She reminded me a lot of myself when I was a youth. You know, she was definitely a leader, but she also knew when to follow them. Don't, those make the best leaders, you know, but trouble always found her. She was the young lady that was tragically killed up on Fulton. Um, about what, five, six, I don't even know. It's been a while. It's been a while because I was with that organization for 13 years, different positions. So that's like when I first started. So that was like in my second year or whatever. So I know she's been gone, like going on nine or 10 years. Yes. And when I tell you that broke me, but that just made me want to fight even more. And man, her used to always have talks and she used to say she had a friend who died. So that's why we used to always talk about it, who got killed. And she said, say, Miss Chastity, I know we won't go because she was had real bad anxieties about death. That's why I say she reminded me of myself when I was younger and just had, we just, we just clicked, right? Because I had the same anxieties. And I used to say, I know. And I used to try to talk to her about God or whatever. And she said, Miss Chastity, man, you know, my friend, I just don't want to die like that. 
I don't, I don't want to be killed. And I think that's why I broke me. Look, y'all, I'm ready to cry because that's how she was tragically killed. She was killed on Fulton, um, an attempted robbery or something, one of her friends or something, um, which is a sibling to one of my cousins was also killed. It was three people killed in, in that incident. Um, and her little body, just to know, just to know, and to see her laying in that casket, looking nothing like herself. I know she didn't want to go, but I just felt like she looked it like that because I knew me and her had that talk, but that's not how she wanted to go. That's not how she was. Uh, so it just was ironic that that was the way that she went. You know, rest in peace, Tyreka. Tyreka Martin, that was my girl. She loved her son, Miss Chastity. And I loved her to death. I loved her to death. I loved her to death. But anywho, y'all been on here talking my talk, talking my talk. I hope y'all enjoyed the show. I hope y'all leaving with something. I'm going to leave y'all a little bit with this poem. This was one of them that I had wrote back then, like I was saying, when I was losing a lot of youth. Um, it also was a dedication to my girl, Miss Martin, who was one of the first youth that I was able to work with and advocate for here in the Department of Juvenile Services. Um, and it basically was saying it was like, um, I'm creating generations, but just look what I'm facing. My season cost of rating getting killed at early ages. No appreciation for life is outrageous and ridiculous and I gotta put up with it all the stages and the phases that it takes to give birth I get neglect and disrespect and you expect me not to hurt you forget a woman's worth as you curse and disperse on your negativities and the videos and holes and expose in the street I show love I'm a freak speak my mind you want to beef so I ain't gonna be discreet until you realize there's no you without a me I'm a W-O-M-A-N, appreciate it, don't be hating, I'm going to say it again. I'm a W-O-M-A-N, I'm the start of all existence from beginning to end. The most precious thing on earth, yes, I'm a woman, but they want to see me hurt, I just don't get it. Ain't nothing new, I consume all the gloom from the womb to the tomb, I'm every man and woman's destiny always doomed. And the Savior got me in favor, the closest to the creator, effect and deed, because every form of life must come through me. But you don't celebrate my life for abundantly. For some reason, can't believe in how society has taught you to mistreat me. You don't give what you take. You don't build what you break. You don't love what you rate. And it's such a mistake. So quick to show hate to show every woman that you see, mother, sister, daughter, aunt, cousin, friend, or niece from the human existence, the animal species, because there will be no use if there was no me. There will be no use if there was no me. God bless you. God love you. Just giving y'all a little taste. But that was just one of my songs all the way back then. Um, and what I was going through and just thinking about a woman and um, who I was and the things I was going through and how. I felt like, where's the love? That was one of my things. I think I'm going to start doing that. On every show, y'all, y'all want to hear some poetry here, some of my hair, bro? Yeah, I got many gifts. Glory to God. And the time's up. It's like that. It's like that. Your views, our news. Make sure you come back and holler at me next Thursday, 729. Hey, that's my birthday. You better live right here on Be Exposed Radio. Be Exposed Media. Get with me, the Empress Chess Rule, Lady Cake Mix. God bless you. God loves you. You better live. See you next week, y'all.
Thank you.